it's not Mike Riley, but it's just Scott Black, you're an Iron Man again. Mm-hmm. And I cross the line and I get the medal. And they say, do you need medical? And I say, no, no, I don't need medical. Because <laughs> all I'm thinking in my, in my head at that point is, I want to get to a porta potty. And I get into the porta potty and I close the door and it's dark. <laughs> it's a hundred degrees in there. Oh no. It's a hundred percent humidity. Oh, gross. One of the wa- water bottles falls in. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> into the, into, oh. I'm just reeling over the fact you were in like a porta potty oh. for 20 minutes. Oh no, no. I, no, you weren't. I was in there for 40 minutes. 40 minutes? Oh, my okay. God. Because... Oh, Scott, no. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, everybody, and welcome to episode 18 of the On The Runs podcast. We are coming at you one day after Memorial Day. Hope everyone had a great, long Memorial Day weekend. I just got back from the movies and saw Top Gun. Erica, what are you doing? Hey, man. Long time no talk. How you been? Good, good. It's been two weeks since we last talked on the pod. We had Rachel. What a great episode that was. Had so much fun recording. Oh, I love you, Rachel. (laughs) You're wonderful. It's already up there just above 100 downloads. I think a lot of her friends tuned in. Oh, yeah. Well, tell me, how was your weekend? What did you do over the long weekend? Well, had some parties lined up, but one of them got canceled due to rain, which I apparently got way more rain than you did. So. It did not rain that much. We spent much of that day outside. I didn't. I was inside, but um, I still got to see Shauna. How she, is she? She was uh, She's good. She was over when you called me. You video called me, and she was like trying to make sure Ellie wasn't crying <laughs> or being stealthy. How's little Miss Ellie? She's doing good. She's so cute. She's a very well-behaved baby. Oh, well, the first ones always are. Just wait till you get the next. <laughs> They're waiting until they get her. past three. <laughs> ah, the well, three-nagers. That's what it is? You have a three-nager? Something like that. Oh, man. Mm-hmm. Well, mine's a six-nager now. A six-nager? <laughs> if that's <laughs> that what we're calling it. doesn't have quite the same ring to it. Yeah. But, so yeah. Other than that, we got to see some family and enjoy the nice weather. And it was it was nice and relaxing for me. Brandon did a lot of work, but... That's on him, not me. <laughs> but how about you? What you? What were you up to? Well, we had a good weekend. Saturday, we got a lot done. We actually had Friday off of work, too, and that was nice. Mm, um, very nice. We went to my friend's lake on Sunday. It's it's funny. We had one thing to do on Sunday, and all of a sudden, there were four things to do, and we had to pick and choose. And we just stuck mm-hmm. to our original plan. We're like, you know what? Yeah. The party got moved to Sunday. There was one or two other things, and it's just like, nope, we said we're going to the lake. We're sticking to the lake. That was what was on Sunday, and we went to the lake, and Mm -hmm. what a gorgeous day it was on Sunday. Worked on the tan a little bit. Not really a thing I do, but I got a little burn. I got the first burn of the year. Now I'll really start to use that (laughs) sunscreen. Got to get that one burn. Be safe, man. Be safe. And then on uh, Monday, I forget. It was a hot one on Monday. I forget what we did. That would have been a good lake day. Would have been a great lake day. I forget what we did yesterday. That's my life. I have three uh, I believe, kids. I believe you saw a movie yesterday. That's right. Well, I opened the pod by saying I just got back from the movie, but true. I went and saw Top Gun Maverick yesterday, and I am still disappointed in you. You have not seen the original. <laughs> Dude, it's not going to happen anytime soon. I am trying to catch up on 
this is us. I'm like seven episodes behind trying to avoid spoilers. Um, I just found out that the new Fantastic Beasts movie just came out on HBO Max. So I watched the first two of them with Brandon yesterday. I uh, really want to see that one. So I got some priorities before Top Gun happens. It's not that long. I have a feeling it's not going anywhere. You know, I want you to do it soon because I want you to go to the movie theaters and see this in the theater because oh, it was that's epic. that's not going to happen. We went and saw it. I haven't it. been to the movies since Endgame, man. It has been that long. When was I think that? Endgame was, that was 2019. So I did the math. Early 2019, maybe. So mm-hmm. I did the math. The last time I went to the movies before this was the night before Thanksgiving. You know, it's the most popular night, like the bar night in America when everyone goes mm-hmm. to the bars. Steve Spain and I went to the movies and we saw Ford versus Ferrari. That's how lame we were. But we were Ooh. like, this was great. And we were like. That was a great movie, by the way. It was fantastic. But we're like, we'll do this every year. And then COVID happened. It's been two and a half years. I missed the uh-huh. movie theaters. The previews were amazing. Like Avatar, I was like, I would go see that. Mm-hmm. Then they had the new Jurassic World. I'm like, oh my God, this Oh, that summer, one's on my list. Like I'll this, go back for, for Jurassic World. I want to go mm-hmm. like, Jurassic Park comes out in like 10 days. Mm-hmm. I want to go. June and, is a good month, man. I'm telling you. And we saw in the IMAX movie theater and it hooks it. And it was just like this mm-hmm. ginormous screen. Surround sound was awesome. Just Top Gun was like the movie to see in a theater like that and go to Netflix, watch the original, and then I will go with you to see Maverick. <laughs> I will go see it again. If I can see it before it leaves the theater, sure, <laughs> but no promises. But you have to, you know, it's a sequel. You don't really have to see the first one, but I think you need to, to connect all the dots because there are some dots, but the best thing is it's not like a sequel that came out two or three years later. This is 30 years later. And you get mm-hmm. to see, you know, Goose's kid. You get to there's a love connection that Maverick Spoilers, has. Spoilers, dude! Stop it! I oh my <laughs> god! I want to tell everyone who the girl is, but I won't. I won't. No more spoilers. Yeah. Anyways, I don't think people came here to hear us talk about movies, but yeah, how could you have never seen Top Gun? I don't know, man. You know what? Eighties. It's not your fault. <laughs> it's not your fault. It's just bad parenting. <laughs> Ooh. You're going to be on my parents' shit list now. <laughs> See, you're going to lose a listener. I don't know about that, but I bet I'll hear about it. Probably. Yeah, she got, she's my mom. <laughs> she's going to be all over our Facebook page. Hey, I want to get to... Get him, mom. I get want, him. I want to get... <laughs> no. <laughs> I want to get to our interview, but I got a story to tell you that's kind of... um, It goes along with our interview because our interview is going to be Scott Black Part 2. Okay, we had you got to give a quick recap for whoever uh, the listeners to what Scott did in the first episode. I absolutely will. But I want to tell you this. So Mm -hmm. we originally had another interview lined up for this week, and it's another triathlete. And he happens to be in Spain right now. And we're trying to figure out how can we interview you? There's a six to seven hour time difference. And we thought we had a, a day lockdown and we thought it was going to happen. But then guess what happened to him? Because I haven't told you this what? yet. No, go ahead. What? He got food poisoning. Oh, you're kidding me. So I haven't heard back from him. I'm like, ah, oh, I thought we would hear back from him on, on Friday. And he never got back to me. And then I run into his friend. So the guy's name is Mark. I run into his friend at the pool. His name is Ado. And Ado goes, mm-hmm. dude, do you hear about Mark? He got food poisoning. That's rough. I'm like, I no, wish that upon no one. I'm like, no wonder why he didn't uh, message me. And let me tell you this. Ado didn't know who I was at first. I walk into the pool 
we reserved a lane because Ashley and I were taking the boys. And mm-hmm. you walk into the entrance of the gym and you're looking, you're on the second floor, you're on the top floor and you're looking down at the pool and I see people in our lane and I'm like, oh my God, Jesus, freaking whatever. I, I think I'm going to go down there and be a badass and be like, yo, get out of our lane. We reserve this. I never do that. <laughs> I have the vision yep. in my mind that I'm going to do that. And then I go over and I go, oh no, you're fine. We'll go in lane one or two. But we love lane six because it has stairs and the boys oh. can sit on the stairs. It's not about walking in because I could walk in down the stairs with the boys and then just walk to my lane. But it's because we can put them on the stairs and it just makes That's life fair. a little easier. So as we're walking in, instead of me being a badass, this guy in lane five is like, oh, hey, did you have uh, this lane? My buddy's in it. I'll, I'll kick him out. And I'm immediately like, I know who you are. You're Edo. You're like this wicked badass triathlete and you're Mark's buddy. And I'm trying to get Mark on the pod. And I was (laughs) was talking to him and he's so cool. He was a really cool down to earth guy. Super nice. He loved, I told him about our podcast and he loved like the whole idea of it. So maybe we'll get 801 too someday and Mark. So Mark, hopefully he feels better and we'll have him on next episode or one after. Uh, He had a race on Saturday and it did not happen. He didn't race at all. Oh, no. I do think he started the race, but he did not even really get into the bike. So, but hey. Okay. That makes for a good story to tell us. I was going to say, his code brown is an advantage for us. It's another story. (laughs) Even though I wish that upon no one. I mean, it does make for good content. We wish it upon no one, but if it happens, please tell us. Basically. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, Scott Black, part two. Okay. Recap. Let's go. Recap. Do a recap. In part one, we got to know Scott. We went to his house, if you remember. And then he told us about his first ever Ironman race in Mount Tremblant. There, he crashed the bike with about 25 miles to go. And unknown to him, he broke three ribs and he still finished the race. Finished Mm -hmm. in fifth place. If the crash did not happen, he really thought he had a chance of qualifying for Kona. And we're calling this the Road to Kona series. Scott Black. Mm-hmm. So that happened. I don't want to give too much away. If you want to, uh, if you haven't heard it yet, you can go back and listen. It's episode 16. Anything that you uh, want to recall from part one? All I know is that it was super informative for me because I was going into it really not mo- knowing much about triathlons at all. So hearing about his experience, I got like a whole new vision of it. It was very, very interesting. So Glad to hear what he had to say, and I'm excited to hear what he has to say next. All right, so we got part two. I think this is the best episode of the parts. You're nodding oh, your... This was the best story. You guys are going to want to stay tuned. So let's get to it, and we'll see you on the other side. Everybody enjoy The Road to Kona, Scott Black, part two. All right, everybody, welcome back. We're still here at Scott's place. Scott, that interview we had about your first Ironman and Mount Tremblant experience was epic. I'm sitting across from Erica and just watching her facial reactions as you're telling the story. And they're it's just unreal. Like, the jaw kept dropping. The eyes were big. Like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, how did this happen? Or how does that? You broke. Did you break ribs? Oh, my God. Spoiler alert. She spoiled it. <laughs> you broke your ribs. You mentioned it first. I didn't totally spoil it. but yeah. So. Uh, yeah. And I and I caught the bug. Mm-hmm. I, caught the bug. I, I caught the bug. And then. You know, finishing where I did, all of a sudden I realized, hey, I'm, you know, 
I'm at the tip of the spear on this thing. And finally, I found something in my life that I'm actually half decent at. (laughs) Got to roll with it. And you just promised your girlfriend you would never do it again. Right, right, right. So He uh, he said it with his fingers crossed behind his back, you know. No, no. (laughs) He meant it. Oh, you meant it at the time. What the people want to know is we know you signed up like two months later. But when did you tell her? I, I think I only told her like in February or March. <laughs> so she had time to be mad at you. <laughs> Were you already training at that point? Like how, how, what is your training cycle? You said your other one was like 20 weeks, but were you training at this point? So I, I, th- I think it, I took maybe two months easier, but the training never really stops. Mm-hmm. I agree. And, uh, so I probably, probably, I think it was beginning of February. I decided, you know, I, I started to kick it in and so she would she would have noticed up, soon up, enough <laughs> up, up, well, the, up the volume well no she maybe wouldn't because she lived in canada he oh. could do all his training down here we're in new hampshire mm-hmm. right he goes up to visit her how often do you think he would go to canada i i would i would go up every other weekend and she was very aware of what i was doing because saturday morning she would go to work and i would go to the uh their, their local Y and swim or, or bike there. And then on Sundays I would get up early and do my long run. Mm-hmm. So she, she was, she was aware. And, and I, I, you know, I told her, look, I'm, I was so close last year. If I, if I hadn't crashed, mm-hmm. you know, I'd, I'd be in Kona and all I wanted to do was go to Kona and Kona, Kona. That's all I could talk about. So, yeah. you know, from, from just being a challenge, it 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 become a quasi obsession. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something about her. I love her. She's fantastic. The only flaw is there's a language barrier, pretty massive one. She doesn't speak English, mm-hmm. but she's fantastic. And she's also worried all the time, worried about you and your well being. Where sometimes I will get texts, and they won't be like perfect English, but it would be like Google Translate. Mm-hmm. One day, Scott left his phone at his house. And he comes into work, and I i don't think I saw you yet, but I'm getting a text message from Canada, from her. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, my God, is Scott at work? Where is Scott? Have you seen him? And I walk over to his desk, and I go, hey, you forgot your phone today? Yeah, I forgot my phone. I'll go <laughs> get it during lunch. I go, your girlfriend thinks you're dead. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because you know, Scott, as we learned, is in the 55 to 60-year-old uh, age bracket. Your girlfriend is significantly I can't say that. Spit it out, Eric. She's much younger than you, <laughs> right? So she's a little bit in fear of your health and what's going on. And when he wrecked, um, one thing you did tell us in that race was don't tell her. Right. Don't. Well, it just caused her to worry. Right? Exactly. Well, that was cause of mouth. No, no. It was both. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you told us and your daughters, don't tell her yet. And we knew not to tell her. And she says, why is he not moving why is he like very slow? He looks like he's in a lot of pain. She was very worried. And she's always that way. So that's what I wanted to say. She's very worried. Yeah, she's, so she a, she's did, a worrier. She did not want you to get hurt again. Right. You were so close. Right. And she didn't want me to spend all the time on the, on that too because it's, it's quite time consuming. Mm-hmm. But like I said, it became an obsession. So I uh, spent you know, more, more time researching trying to improve and looking at past races, past starters, trying to figure out 
who's going to be there. You know, okay. You so know, you wanted you, to scope out the competition. You, you know, you scope out the competition thinking that it's going to make a difference, but it doesn't make a difference because <laughs> you don't know all the names and you, you don't know who's going to be there. Okay. He was creeping them on Strava. <laughs> I creep a lot of people on Strava. That's not weird. <laughs> It was it's, a bit it's, tense. It's well, not weird. He didn't I'm follow people. them because he didn't want them to know he was following them. He would uh, just look them up and see what so they're doing. So you just doing. hope that they have a public profile. Right. <laughs> you could just be like, whoop, gonna check it out. Right. So, you know, again, you know, put put in put in the work. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes up all spring and all summer and you're always tired and you're grumpy. And I loved it because I was going out running and biking with him. Loved it. Yeah. Is that uh, when you got the bug? That's when I got the bug because that year when you're training for your second Ironman, I was training for Ironman Maine, which was my first half. Now, that race, your second one, was when I got the bug to do a full. I said, I am just going to somehow do this race. It has to be that race. Mm -hmm. But, you know, enough about me. Back to you. Yeah. So again, end end of August on the start line, Eric help, helping me get dressed in the morning. Just like before. Do you remember your bib, your bib number? Uh, yeah. You guys are like, Hey Scott, your, your bib number. Do you, do you recognize anything about this? I'm like, no, what? She says, it's the same bib number last year's winner had. Like, oh, it was meant to be. We thought it was so meant to That's be. That's some good karma right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we thought it was good karma, but turns out, uh oh, it wasn't good karma. Oh no. No. So before we get into this, um, what did you did you do anything differently, like training wise? Did you find a new plan? Did you get a coach? No, no coach. I I I I think I pulled a different plan off the internet for that just to. Maybe add a little bit of volume. I, I went with still with the same nutrition. Didn't make any other changes. Went with the same race suit. So, oh, I, but I did buy a helmet. Oh, I hated that. <laughs> so he had, in his first race, he had a green helmet. And it was a Scott brand. So not only was it green, it said his name on it. Oh, that's awesome. And you would be looking for him in the distance. And there was only one guy with a green helmet. There's a green helmet. That's him. You know, and we'd see him coming and we'd get ready and you'd yell up the hill, Camille, he's coming. But this time, his helmet was white, just like everybody else. And there was one point on one of your laps when you were you were doing good and I'm looking down the hill for you. And then all of a sudden I hear, hey, buddy, what's up? I'm like, oh, Scott, holy cow. <laughs> just completely went by. Yeah. And I started and I had sprint. I was sprinting up the hill to catch up to you. So why'd you buy a new helmet? One of the biggest uh, aerodynamic hindrances is your big head. <laughs> That's true. And uh, and having a narrow helmet can can save you a pretty significant amount. Of is that the, the picture I saw upstairs? Yeah, and so th- it's the white helmet, and that that's what I noticed. I'm like, oh, that's very aerodynamic. And I wouldn't say it really saves you speed or add speed. It really saves you energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what it all comes down to. That's a good reason. Less less effort to go at the same speed. That's the name of the game. So he went from looking like a uh, your amateur triathlete 
the year before till every race he's doing he's looking more and more and more like a pro it's like me and my new shoes man they're yeah. like magical and i feel like a clown but <laughs> they make me run fast so whatever it takes yeah, no yeah. Judgment look here. good feel good yeah yeah so, so how'd um, the race go so th- this was this was the fog delayed race yeah oh yeah so uh, you know the race is supposed to start at seven thirty, and the uh the lake is covered with fog you can't see squat. Oh, wow. So they, they delayed it by like an hour. You know, you know we'd, we'd already gotten in the water for a warm up swim. Oh, and then you're just sitting And around. then you're just standing out there and you're shivering. Oh. We actually thought they're going to cancel the swim, which. They were, they were close to canceling. Yeah. They said like another, another five minutes they would have canceled and the swim. And some people wow. that plays a major factor in. Like for you, we thought, okay, you know, out of the three disciplines, swimming is not your best and you're flying on the bike every time. So we thought this might be good for Scott. But what do they do in that case? Do they like, you can't qualify for Kona if they cancel? Oh, no, the... you can still qualify. You still, How do they you, do You still that? qualify, but it, you know, it, it, it happens more often than they'd like that they have to cancel the swim or shorten the swim. Oh, wow. And you know, it's, it's unfortunate for for people who are doing their first right. Ironman because the they don't get the whole experience so they're quite disappointed so uh, the fog cleared cleared up enough that they let the pros go and then like just after the pros went off more fog rolled in oh. but, but they still still let us go but you couldn't see from one buoy to the next you know there's a buoy every every hundred hundred meters like every you know 200 yards and you just couldn't see the next buoy. So, so you just hope you're going in the, <laughs> the direction some, you're supposed to. Some people were sharing after there's like a Facebook group for this Ironman. Mm-hmm. There's Strava maps of the swim. Yeah, it was crazy. <laughs> it just zigzags all over the place. Yeah. Oh, got to correct. At one point, they were going the wrong way backwards. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, yeah I, got, I got T-boned by a guy. Oh, I mean, no. It was, yeah, it was just crazy. So I, I, so I, I think I was like maybe two minutes slower than, than the previous year. Um, That's not bad considering what you were up against. Yeah. Um, you know, the bike went, I didn't crash. So the, the bike went well. You were flying. You were flying. But I feel like from my memory, you you were picking guys off just like last time, but you were a little further behind and you had to pick off more guys and catch up. And then there was other guys who were, because you never know who you're competing against. Mm-hmm. It's not always the same people. There's some guys who are just way ahead of you. Yeah. You know, it, it's like everything, you know, you, you, you might be in the top two or you might be a one percenter, but then they're always the one percenters of the one percenters. Oh no. Right. <laughs> so, and I would, you know, I, th- I think it was in a solid second or third position, but there was this one guy who was just way ahead of everybody. Tony O'Keefe. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Did you look him up or you just remember him? No, well, no yeah. we, we, got to, we got to discover who Tony was after the race. Uh, you know, he, he walked up on the, uh, on the stage uh, to, to get his, uh, his uh, first place you know, prize. Mm-hmm. And he walks up and he you know, shakes Mike Riley's hand and Mike goes, hey, Tony, how you doing? So only to find out that. They're yep. buds. This, oh boy. This know, guy he's been around. He's a regular. Is a living legend <laughs> in endurance sports. Oh, wow. And, uh, he he finished uh fourth in the Ultraman uh Ironman, which is double 
in Hawaii. Oh, the old, oldest guy ever to finish, no. and he finished fourth. He did he did uh, race across America, bike race like two or three times. Uh, yeah, the guy's wow. Yeah, le- you know, le- legend in the in the, in the endurance sport. I'm a little blown away that an Ultraman actually exists. That just I I can't even fathom that. You know, every everybody wants the next Ooh. challenge. You know, it's like yeah. you you run a marathon, and then you know people want to do a fifty miler, mm-hmm. and then you do the hundred milers. Mm-hmm. You know, and it just never ends. You're just looking for the next challenge. You know how that Facebook group ultra runners bad vice page you, you send me <laughs> and they talk shit ever <laughs> they talk trash about the marathoners yeah well the double ultra men talk shit about oh i'm sure everybody <laughs> talks shit about everybody else but oh yeah you know it's, it's like very self-deprecating that group you know it's like mm-hmm. you know don't don't you want to do um what, what is it the uh you know mont Tremble, um mont blanc race oh the utmb right yeah or, yeah mm. <laughs> maybe maybe someday if I, if I could have uh, Courtney do Walter on my side, then, then I'll do it. We can make that happen. I'll just draft mm-hmm. off of her. We'll try <laughs> something. No I don't think you could up. draft off her. No, well, I think no way I she'll be gone. Oh yeah, that's. Uh, well, I think we know somebody who knows her, so maybe she could hook you, hook you guys up. up. <laughs> yeah, we'll try. Are you talking doozer again? Oh yes. Oh wait, I'm like who else? Oh, <laughs> like who else? I was wondering what you're talking about. You got some connections I don't know about here. Here we go. Well, and doozer's uh, mm-hmm. dating Amelia, Amelia Boone. Boone. Mm-hmm. No, I was talking about your your co your coworker. Mikala. Oh, oh, and she. Okay, so we can talk about this. I'll you know mm-hmm. edit it out. But um, Michaela, she was in the office last week, and um, I don't know if she knows Courtney, but that doesn't matter. That's cool. She did tell me. She goes, "Oh, come on, I got a story for you." All right. Yeah. So I'm going to uh, not share the story. She did share with me bits and pieces of it. But I'm going to hold on. I'm going to hold on. And she'll come on. She lives in West Virginia, runs ultra. She runs. She does run in races that Courtney Dualter runs in. So Yeah. yeah. That would just be cool to be around she's her. <laughs> badass. Yeah, she is badass. She was, mm. Yeah, she was in. She invited me to dinner last week with her team, but I had to take Adeline to dance. <laughs> Anyways. Priorities. I would rather, yeah. I would rather uh, interview her than go out to dinner with them. I would love to do both. I'm just saying yeah. if I had to choose. All right, where were we? So we're on the we're on the the bike. So Tony, Tony. so <laughs> you know, I'm up. in I'm in second, third. Tony is like way ahead, and uh, I I had a I had a solid solid bike ride, uh, a little bit faster than the year before. No penalties, no crashing, no penalties. I say that's that's a big win. Mm-hmm. No cr- no crashes. It was nice. Head out on the run, and uh, I had decided to implement a run walk strategy this year uh, that year so uh, you know the theory is walk before you need to mm-hmm. so uh, you know you run the hills and then you walk the stations uh, and that worked great for the first 13 miles but after that you know it's it starts it starts to get hard mm-hmm. um I, I, you know i remember you know you running next to me on on Red Bull Hill again, and I just got into a really really dark dark place there. And I that first hill, I just I just walked the hill. I just kind of lost the the will to live on that 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 first hill. But you 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 just you just push on. You just never know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Can I interject with for a second? I just really need to to get a grip on 
what you do for nutrition for a race like this. Do you eat like a full meal at some point? Like I know you eat in the morning, but like what kind of calorie content are we talking about? And like, so, so I'm take, trying to take in about 300. Well, I'm trying to take in about 300 calories okay. an, an hour. Okay. I don't know if it's enough. I, I don't know if it's too much. You, 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 you walk a fine line uh, that you don't want to take in too many calories because then you get GI problems because mm-hmm. you can only digest so much. And, yes. You know, you can only, uh, you know, stomach can only process so many carbs an hour um so are you you are you doing like gels or is it actual food so i was doing a combination of gels and a mix okay and i and i was using the same nutrition that i used the year uh, the first the first time um you know one of the things is when you know i'm not a pro and you don't do that many races. So it's, mm-hmm. it's not something you can like experiment with. And you, you don't go into a race saying, okay, this race, I'm going to try something different and see how it goes. Like ride easier on the bike and see if it's easier to, to run yeah. or take in more calories or less calories or do Gatorade, not Gatorade. So, um, I, I simply went with what, uh, I had used the, the previous year because, I experience no code Browns. <laughs> that, is, that is good. That's a plus. You know, which is, which is key. Cause when, when you're out running, you're constantly see people running into the porta bodies mm-hmm. or waiting outside of the porta bodies. And that's just costing you time. So yeah, they don't, they don't stop the clock for no. that. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, mile, mile 13, I'm, I'm, I'm already f- feeling down mm-hmm. and, Dark place. you know, and, and, and again, you know, you go through the, through the uh, negotiating with yourself thing, I'm gonna I'm gonna walk the hills and you know run through the food stations or or not and mm-hmm. um, you know get you get to the end that way. Um, you know, you guys have been feeding me position information, and I think when when they told me that I would you know drop from third to fourth to fifth. Um, you know, I was like, what's the point? Oh. You know, because I, I had really s- believed in myself and really set out to qualify for Kona. That, that's what it is. I, I believed I could, you know, I was, I was at the, the you know, tip of the spear the, the year before, mm-hmm. you know, I looked at the times, the guy who, who went to Kona, um, that, that year did an 11 hours and 25 minutes. So yeah, you were so close. So, uh, you know, the, I was, I was really close and, you know, I, I, I came in 10 hours and what, 57 minutes, 10 hours, 56 minutes, something like that. Hmm. But it was enough because that year. Tougher competition. Pe- other people showed up You know, Tony ran nine hours and 58 minutes. Oh, wow. So, you know, (laughs) whenever he shows up, everybody else is racing for second. Okay, Tony, thanks. (laughs) Why did you choose Canada, Tony? You could have gone anywhere else. Probably does. (laughs) Well, he he, he was from Mont-Tremblant, so. Oh, well, there you go. Hometown, then. You know, but, you you, you know, you look at the start list and you see he's on there and you can't say, I'm not going to do the race. Because he he went to, to Kona that year, mm-hmm. and he was 
competing and he was in second or third position in the race with two miles to go. And then the race tracker stopped his race tracker stopped, didn't update anymore. We're talking Kona. Yeah. And I, and I, you know, so I stalked him on online for two months to find out what happened. And, uh, he finally posted that, you know, with two miles or one mile to go, his body just shut down and he could not go any further. And he hasn't done an Ironman since. So, no way. Yeah. I didn't know this either. News yeah. to me. Wow. Has he posted anything since? Uh, mm-hmm. I, haven't, I haven't seen much. I know he moved to Italy. Oh, wow. I, that's, that's really interesting. If that was his last thing, if like it was really a, like a serious medical problem you or. Know, it, 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 it happens. Um, you know, the, 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 the guy who finished first in the, 60 to 64 age group mm-hmm. um, in 2017 went to Kona and he, he posted that he didn't finish the race uh, that he had a serious medical issue or maybe he finished, but he pushed himself way too far, wound up in the hospital. Had so, he, he was selling all his stuff. He couldn't do Ironman anymore. Oh. It wasn't safe for him to do it anymore. That's heartbreaking. Yeah. So, well, fortunately, he wasn't the same size as me. I couldn't get anything at a good discount. <laughs> well, speaking of hospitals, I want to get to your hospital visit soon. So let's talk about the end of Mount Tremblant and what you decided to do after that. Um, so uh, with with experience, crossed the line, uh, did, a, did a better uh, finish line Absolutely. pose. Mm-hmm. All right, waved at Mike. We all had a much... Did he wave back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. Yeah, waved at Mike. I, it, I felt much better. Ate something right away, which helps also. Mm-hmm. And then headed for the massage, which is available. And that made a world of difference because I was able to walk back up to the condo. That's great. And the next day, I was jumping around. Well, not only the next day, jumping around. Just a couple hours later, <laughs> you and I went to the finish line. That's right. And then the year before, I ran with like twenty five minutes before midnight, mm-hmm. and he's like, "You can go. I don't. You know, you can go. You you need to experience it." And so I went by myself. It was amazing. That's right. But this time, you and I went. Yeah, ten ten o'clock. We headed back down to the finish line to watch all the late finishers, mm-hmm. and that's it. It's unbelievable what what these people do. You know, you know, you you think you. You have a hard time, you know, doing it in 10, 11 hours. And you see these people have uh, no reason being there, you know, overweight, you Mm -hmm. know, out of shape, just pushing themselves to extremes. I think that's the most motivating thing, too. 15, 16, 17 hours. That's putting your body through so much hell for so many hours. And it's just to prove to themselves that they can. Yeah. I love it. Well, Iron Man's motto is anything is possible. And, mm-hmm. you know, I when, love it. When, when you see these people crossing the line, I mean, the atmosphere is just, it's its unbelievable. There was one guy, and Mike, Mike Riley will come down, and he'll talk to the whole crowd, and he'll say, four minutes out, we have, you know, Joe. And Joe has tried to finish an Iron Man five times, and he's never finished. <laughs> and he's four minutes out. 
And he's like, let's make sure he can hear us. <laughs> and then there he comes. Like, and giving me goosebumps. The tear, like, like this guy's face in the tears and he's shaking. Like, and you can see every little <sighs> ripple. Like, and mm-hmm. he's going to break down. And, and Mike's there right at the finish line. He's like, let's go, Joe. Let's go. Like, I'm it's making, making up his me name. want to cry. And he gets to that finish line and like pumps his fist, looks up at the crowd. And you can just tell he is crying because he has tried trying for so long. And he's finally finished. And you look at Joe and Joe's like, Joe, you have no business being out here compared to everybody else. But like, mm-hmm. dude, you're the man. Mm-hmm. The pure elation I can imagine that these people feel. There's <laughs> one thing, like with the year I did it, I did it with two friends. And one friend really just, he goes, this will be my first and last ever triathlon. Never did a sprint or anything else. Yep. He finished in the last hour and he got the reception everyone had. And the only thing I was bummed out about was he didn't realize what was really going on. No, he was he was wasted. <laughs> but he didn't appreciate, I feel, that crowd at the end. And everyone, his name was Chris. Everyone is chanting your name. And Mike Riley's like, Chris, you are an Iron Man. And he goes, oh, hey, dude. No, thank you. Like, really? no, no clue. Oh. But, but this guy, we're making up his name, Joe. Yeah. Joe knew. And everyone out there was just like, let's go, Joe. Mm-hmm. You know, If and, that was his fifth attempt or... You you didn't make that stuff up, did you? Like he no, was yeah, really no. like a five time like yes. attempter. <laughs> I did not make that up. That was true. Like and and Mike will tell you because this was one of the biggest things in Joe's life. At the very end, at the man. last hour, you might have six people come by one every ten minutes, and yeah. he'll tell you, you know, the next person is four minutes out, and mm-hmm. he'll tell you something about them because when you sign up for an Ironman, you're filling out this little bio about yourself. Really? Yeah. And so like it can be like. You know, Joe can say what he does for work or where he's from or that his family's there or he's doing this for his wife who just battled cancer and whatever, cancer research. And um, he'll tell you something. And this guy, it was like his fourth or fifth attempt and he's never finished. Good for Joe. (laughs) Joe, if you're out there and whatever your real name is. Yeah. Yeah, That's awesome. You're an Iron Man. You're an Iron Man, man. I love that. So the Ironman community is a little bit different than like the marathoning community because we'll come out and do that. But I feel like you do not get the reception that you would get in that, like finishing an Ironman. No, like you just watched the Boston Marathon a couple weeks ago Mm -hmm. and and all of a sudden the news channel goes back to the finish line and there's that one person finishing and there's like four people at the line clapping for a great job. No, Mm -hmm. does not happen in Ironman. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're talking hundreds of people. It is a rock show. And and I remember watching like it would always be on Facebook Live or something. And one one Iron Man, I remember they all those thunder sticks. Oh, and when the people would making so much noise, banging those thunder sticks, you could hear them from a mile away. Like you're you know you're close. Like Ugh. and then the last finisher, or at least the one they estimate is going to be the last one. Yes, angels bring you to the finish line. Angels, angels. Yeah, they get they get some kids. Uh, put angel wings on them. Oh my them God. Stop. Yeah. Yeah. yeah they, they escort the last person in. It's, yeah, it, it's nice. It's, it's nice. Aww. They actually, they run right to the finish line. They don't cross it, but they all get down on a knee and bow their head. And the person goes over the finish line and like the fireworks shoot out at the top of the finish line. And wow. What yeah. a reception. <laughs> yeah. If you ever finish last in Ironman, like it's, it's pretty cool. That's epic. Yeah. And you know, you know, the, the, the best, finish line it's you know for anybody who's watched it is the, the, the you know the, the 11th out the um, 17th hour in kona mm. oh, it's you know that's that's special too all right so let's get into you finished fifth yeah i finished 
I finished fifth um, again, but another podium. So okay, yeah, another podium. so yeah, so I'm on I'm I'm on the podium again, uninjured, uninjured, feeling I'm feeling good. You know, I was able to you know walk after you know after the race. The next mm-hmm. day, I actually felt felt really good, and let it, let a couple of weeks go by and no Kona slot though. Again, no no Kona no Kona. Um, so at that point, like I said, I, I have the bugs. I'm, I'm, I'm chasing Kona. So I want, I'm feeling good at the, at the finish line. I had you know, spoken to, uh, one of the pro, the pro who won, you know, you know, he, he's, he's like, um, you know, when you, when you're in, in, in shape, you know, go do it, go do another one. He says, you don't, you don't need to reinvent the wheel. Mm-hmm. The cake is already, is already built. All you want to do is you just need to put a little bit of icing on top of the cake. So he's like, so that was like 12, 12 weeks later. Yeah. We, uh, I, f- I fly Eric out to, uh, to Mexico and we, we, we go together and we go race, uh, Ironman, uh, Cozumel the week before Thanksgiving. And let oh, me wow. tell you this. I had this Sherpa bug. <laughs> I was like, this is awesome. He flew, I went to, uh, Mount Tremblant both times with him. And then he's like, I actually told you I couldn't go. And then I think two hours later, I changed my mind and I said, I'm going. I got to go. <laughs> Again, he, Ashley is a saint. <laughs> yep. And, she, and he flew me out. Mm-hmm. I, you went down, though, like a week early. Like, you went down real early. I, I went down. Yeah, I went down a week early because it's hot. Mm, so you kind of got to get used to it. So, then, huh? you know, I had done a, uh, you know, two weeks of, uh, of, of sauna prep to, to try and, you know, get a little bit used to it. Right. But I was like, I, I, I got to go down earlier and and, uh, and and try and get get used to the climate. That didn't work out so good. You know, I fly down a couple of days before. He's already been there at least five days. He picks me up. It's actually, it's funny. I took a bus, then a plane, then a bus, and then a boat to get there. Oh, wow. <laughs> Cosmel's an island, right? You know, not too far off of. You got to go to uh, Cancun, and then you got to take like an hour bus ride south to Player Day Carmen. And then you get on a ferry that's like a 45-minute ferry. I and- honestly don't know where it is. Is it like west or is it more east? I would say it's southwest of Can- Cancun. Okay. Well, no, like like West Coast of anything. It's in the Caribbean. <laughs> oh, okay. okay yeah, yeah okay. it's not in the Pacific. It's okay, in the Caribbean. Thank you. <laughs> I'm like, I have no idea where it is. So I get there. I'm having a blast because, you know, like, because life in Cosmel was fun. You get around on a scooter. We went to the pool, which was like this local community pool that had the lanes and we were swimming in the lanes. He would go out on his practice bike rides. I would rent a scooter for the whole week and just scoot around on the scooter falling on I've the bike. I've seen your scooter video. Well, yeah, taking videos. <laughs> well, yeah, I had a big mishap on a scooter too, but um, I had so much fun in Cosmel leading up. I would go out at night to some of the coolest bars just because they were like outdoors and oh nice you know all you had is a little roof over and so you actually, were having the time of your life when he was trying blast. to prep and well i would be i would be with him when he was prepping but i, would yeah. go, I actually went out to watch the bruins games they played like three times i was there and they actually I, showed i found the a place games? where I, they had the tvs and i'm like can you get the game and they did i had wow. so much fun and i met so many people in the community they were so interested in what was going on the people who lived there mm-hmm. and they would just be asking so many questions like, we love this week. You know, what goes into it? I can't believe they really do this. Mm-hmm. And like, it's our favorite day because they, one, they make a lot of money with tips, but then they're just like, it's such a party. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, it's so much fun. So I was having a blast. Your brother joined us and his family. He flew them down. 
Yeah, yeah. They they flew out from the from from the West Coast to come and see uh, see Uncle Scott race and <laughs> punch, punch his ticket. For and not Corner. only that, I had a blast with your nephew and your niece. And they were how old do you think at the time? How old are they now? Uh, well, let's see. This was uh, they were probably seven and eight at the they, time. I had oh. so much fun, and I think your brother and his wife loved me too. Like I was playing with Spencer the whole time. We were going swimming, and I wouldn't call it scuba diving, more like snorkeling. Mm-hmm. And we would go to their hotel resort, which was much nicer than ours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Eric was the uh, built-in babysitter. It was awesome. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. And Gotta earn your ticket. Man. I will say, your brother and his wife treated me extremely well. They treated me extremely well when I was down there, and I was very grateful. And I absolutely adored their two kids. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we had a good time, but um, for me, it was just a business trip. It was. Mm-hmm. He was business the whole time. So let's get into that. Let's get into the race the day before transition. Everything is different. It is not the same as Montreal. It is not the greatest spectator place. No the uh, the 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 swim start and. Uh, the bike run transition is at a different place uh, from the swim uh, transition. So you, you got to go and take a bus and go drop the bike off at one place. And then you got to take another bus and go drop off your uh, run gear at another place. Um, you know, in your, in your transition bag, you, you'd leave, you put some food for, for your, uh, for your, your bike and, um, since you didn't have, uh, or for your run. And since you don't have access to that the next day, just sits there and it's outdoors and it sits in the sun and it just oh. bakes. Mm. Oh. Um, so uh, it, it was a little bit, a little bit more challenging, a little bit more stressful getting started than, uh, Mont Tremblant, but uncle Eric was there and the logistics <laughs> were extremely difficult compared to our past experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have to go down on a bus by himself. No one else was allowed. So at some points that would really kind of be helpful and just he's thinking in his mind and going through his checklist, I need this, I need this, I would typically have it. In this case... So you couldn't really Sherpa for him. Well, not 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 pre-race and not... Yeah, not the best way. Um, And I would have to get there by walking, running, or a scooter. And no scooter on race day, by the way. But, you know, the day before these buses are taking everybody who is a, an athlete okay. to the transition. So no, I'm not allowed in there to help him out in this situation. You were on your own. So let's go race morning. Okay. So the, uh, the, the Cozumel swim has a reputation of being the most beautiful, uh, swim because it's in a, uh, uh national, uh, park or ocean park. So you, you'll, you'll get to see, it's very clear, and it also has a reputation of being a fast swim because supposedly the current is, okay. is going the going the right way. So this is like ocean. You were used to the yeah. lakes, and this is yeah, yeah. So this was o- o- ocean swim, and it, it it was already windy in the morning, and I, you know I fully expected to have a real fast swim, but I I got the impression that I was swimming against the the current. Oh no. Um, you know, I, I would see things in the water and I'm like, wait, didn't I already see that? Um, so instead of having a fast downhill swim, I actually had a slower swim than, than in the lake at, at Mont Tremblant. Now, 
And it, you weren't the only one who thought this. No, no, I, I wasn't. So, so maybe, was it just the day or uh, no? Wind? Some 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 people swam swam faster. I don't know if it was where I I decided to swim in the ocean, maybe a little bit further out from from other people. Hmm. Uh, but you know, my my swim was uh, was slower than uh, than I expected. So you know, I, I uh, you know get out of the get out of the water, rinse off because it's salt water. So. And then uh, got to work on the bike, right? And uh, you know, Cozumel is three three loops, and it's flat. Uh-huh. All right, then we flat, got that going for you. Very very flat. Well, she thinks that's an advantage. Maybe. So, um, I mean, it's mm, it is and it's not because at least for a run, it's not you're not working any different muscles, so you don't get any relief. Right. So so the problem on the bike is that you're. You're in your the arrow position for oh, the whole the, time, the whole huh? time, and maybe it's flat, mm-hmm. but it's on an island in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. and it's windy. Oh, so uh, whichever way uh, you're racing, at, at one point you're going to be going against the wind, mm. and as the day goes on, it's getting hotter. There's one other thing about a flat course. Mm-hmm. You never get to stop pedaling. Oh, so yeah. When you, you can't when, ride the downhills. Right. Or, when mm. you're on a hilly course and when you're doing those massive hills, mm-hmm. well, you get the reward on the way down. That's true. And you get that recovery. Yeah. Even if it's even it's one minute of easier pedaling. It's a nice it's a nice break. It's a nice break. There it's it's unrelenting. You're pedaling the whole time. Okay. That, and, yeah. you know, the. You know the, the 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 first the first lap wasn't wasn't so bad because the wind hadn't picked up and hadn't gotten hot, but the second lap got harder, and then the third lap was just. I mean, it's already getting harder because you're you know you're mile tired. eighty, mile ninety, mm-hmm. but the wind picked up and it was hot, and I had never experienced a hot race. All, all my my the previous two races were all you know 70 80 degree mm-hmm. weather days and my hydration was you know pretty much based on that here i really didn't adjust accordingly so what were we talking for temperature like hundreds it was it was high 80s low 90s mm-hmm. and it was what 85% humidity and the sun was Oof. brutal it was just you. brutal, you know. Eric, you know, Eric. Eric tried to get from from one viewing point to another, and I think he had to run three miles. That's the neighbor's dog. <laughs> <laughs> I ran a lot. I had to run a lot, but it it was the run wasn't as much fun as Mount Tremblant, where I would only run a little bit from one point to another point to another. I would have to run sometimes more than a mile at a time to get to the next spot to see you. I do remember you came out of the water somewhere in the 20th. I want to say 27th, but you were flying on the bike again, picking people off one by one. And I want to say you got into the top three. Yeah. Top. Yeah. Second or second or third coming off the bike. Is that age group or age group? Yeah. Okay. yeah, every, yeah. I just wanted to be like, who are you all around? No, no. So age, we're right age, back. age group. Okay. So we're right back to where we were the last two races where he's right on the edge of qualifying, getting top two. Mm-hmm. We're right there again. Here we are going into the run. Yeah. So, uh, on the, on the, uh, 
on the third lap of the bike, I was getting, I was getting to be really hot, feel hot. And, uh, I, I was, I was already grossly, uh, dehydrated. Mm-hmm. So I pull into the, uh, transition tent, get off the bike. So you don't have your, uh, you don't have the uh, 20 mile an hour wind, you know, cooling you down a little bit. And it just hit me like a ton of bricks that, oh my God, it's so hot. Oh. Now, I don't know if you remember, but I'm watching the tracker and I see the guy in second, right? And his transition time going to make it up was three minutes. Oh yeah. So I, I yelled to you, he was three minutes. You need to be two to yeah. catch up. Just like, that's an easy minute to catch on the guy. You were not that far behind him tra- tracker wise. Like, yeah. like he might be 10 miles into the run already, but I'm going based off of where he was at the same time when Scott's there. Cause they don't start at the same time. They go off of what they think their swim will be. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, so I get into the, the transition tent and that's even hotter than, outside because the you know you're you're on a protected plastic thing and i'm just baking in there so i i didn't get out in in three minutes whatever time i told him he needed to be like hey the other guy was three minutes he mm-hmm. was he was two minutes slower uh, so i'm trying to get him to be a minute faster he yeah. ended up being two minutes slower and i'm like oh no mm-hmm. oh yeah it was yeah, getting yeah so i i get out of this can remember getting out of the transition tent and starting to run and I, I ran probably a quarter of a mile and then I just like started to walk because it was, I was so dehydrated. Oh, man. I needed to, to get water into me. I was just so hot, so hot. So they had sponges for everybody. Right. And mm-hmm. these sponges are in ice water. Well, because it was so hot and humid. Everyone took multiple sponges, and I want to say, like, there was none left. You might have gotten one or two, but there was not a lot to go oh, around. No. Right? So we're talking, he's one of the elites, you know, he's there in the first half of the field, maybe the first third. And you've got there two were... other thirds of people who aren't going to get these sponges <laughs> oh, no. or these other things to cool down. Right. Yeah. So it was, th- it was three loops, right? Not four. The bike was three. The run was four loops. The run was four. Was yeah. this a different, a different part of the course? Oh yeah, 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 okay. yeah, yeah. So you know, you're running, you're running through through the town. Um, you know, a lot of people. Then you just went out to one one end of the island where the, all the fancy hotels are, and you loop back, mm-hmm. do the same thing. That's mostly flat, except for a small small incline. But you know, that incline starts to feel. But, <laughs> As a know. spectator. What was fantastic about the run course was you could go to one of the restaurants that would have like outdoor seating and you could be sitting right outside drinking and eating and watching people <laughs> run by you 10 feet away and, hey, there's Scott. Go, Scott. You know, like, <laughs> that's like a big F yeah. you to, hey, you're doing all this work and I'm sitting here drinking well, a beer. I was having a great time with your brother and his family. And like I said, they treated me extremely yeah. well mm-hmm. and they, they treated me to everything. Um, so. So, you know, Eric, I had a blast. Yeah. So Eric and Angela, you know, running next to me at point saying, you're, you're doing great. You're, you're third, you're third or, you know, so, but I'm shuffling. So did you want to know that information or was it? So, oh, okay. (laughs) He gave me a whiteboard. Because I was going to say, I'm like, is it just going to stress you out at some point? He gave me a whiteboard and I'd write things down because maybe he couldn't like process it, but he could see it. Yeah. You know, I... 
Now, I've I've thought about that a lot, and um, at the time, I certainly did want that information to be fed to me. And it's one of the big reasons I, I had for for wanting to have a Sherpa there, is because mm-hmm. they can feed me the time. But now, with a little bit more experience, I I don't know if that actually makes any difference because it really doesn't make me get go any faster. You know, uh, I think at some points it actually has the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, the first, their first lap, you know, they're telling me, you know, you're, you're third, you're third. And then after this, the second lap, they're like, you're fourth, you're fourth. And, mm-hmm. you know, and that's, and that's, like, and that's demoralizing. Stop, <laughs> just stop you know? telling me that. Yeah. You know? And, you know, I'm already picturing you know, fifth again. So, um, you know, they, they tell me you're, at the end of the second lap, they tell me, or the third lap, they tell me you're, you're 10 seconds behind third or yeah, 10, 10 seconds behind third. Oh, so, you know, I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> <laughs> That's a gap I, I can work with though. No, maybe. <laughs> I can't, I, I, I can't go any faster, but mm-hmm. I do see this guy ahead of me with a 56 or 57 on his leg. Mm hmm. And in my mind, that's the guy who's uh, ahead of me. So I, you know, try and follow him. He does, I do the, uh, I do the run walk thing again at the, at the food stations Mm -hmm. and he just cruises past the, the food station. So he cruises by me. I see him. I walk the food station. I catch up to him. I pass him, and then it repeats at the next food station. He goes by me, and we hit the uh, we hit the last uh, turnaround. And uh, I uh, at at that point, I, I think I had to take a leak, I, mm-hmm. I, you know. So you know, I, I just I just do what I had to do at that point, and he he goes by me. I catch up to him again. That's when my my stomach you started to show serious signs of uh, distress. Oh no! What mile are we on? Um, well, that was like mile twenty-two, probably. You know, four four, four miles to go. Oh no! Yeah. So after all that work, and now you're starting to get into the yeah. <laughs> the code brown situation. Yeah, because I was way dehydrate, dehydrated. I didn't I didn't know it, but mm-hmm. you know, I was well, way beyond what what's safe actually. Mm. Uh, so that, you know, the stomach at that point is starting to, to, to feel messy. So I think at mile 22 is when I had my first, uh, how, how do you describe it? Code Brown. Oh, so that's what we'll call it. That's what we call it. Yeah. Code Brown. Okay. So <laughs> hashtag code Brown. So, so that's when I had my, my first uh, hashtag code Brown. But it was a reasonable code brown. So let me just say this too: He just bought a brand new white and light blue triathlon suit. Oh no! <laughs> so yeah. everybody knew about your code no, brown. No, no, no. It's white on the top, dark oh, blue on oh, the bottom. Oh, so the dark blue. Okay. Yeah, dark blue. On but the it was button. brand new. Mm. Yeah. So I caught up to him again, and I passed him, and then at mile. 23 that's when i had the full-on 
Code Brown. Oh no. Yes. Number two. Yes. But luckily the luckily the the tri suit is very tight around the legs and has the uh and has the uh, ab- absorbent padding for for oh, cy- chamois, right? for cycling. Okay. So um it does help does help a little bit. You had to run in that? Well it's Yeah, you don't mm. you don't have to. Mm. But when you're like me, yeah, no, I get it. <laughs> where every every second. second counts. Yeah, you don't stop and change and get into uh, you know running shorts and mm-hmm. a more comfortable thing. You're 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 trying to uh, you're just trying to get to the finish line as fast as possible. Yeah. So the guy the guy passes me again. We get to a food station, and he just keeps on going. He's not he's not stopping at the food stations anymore. So I'm running behind him. I can see him there. And then at like mile 24 and a half, probably, mm-hmm. he starts to accelerate. Oh, come on, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and I do my best to to keep up with him. So I'm, I, I'm keeping up to him. And we're shoulder to shoulder going through the center of town. And with less than a mile to go, I just stop and I let him go because I can't. I can't, can't go anymore. So I stop. I'm I'm walking. We're pro- at that point. We're probably like 200 yards before the final left turn to the to the finish shoot, and I let him go. Mm-hmm. But I know that he only has 10 seconds ahead of me. So I let him go, and then I start running again to keep him within that 10 second time frame. And I turn down, and then there's an. On the, take the left is another hundred yards to shoot. And, and I know that my niece and my nephew and my brother and his wife are there. Mm-hmm. And that all they want is uncle Scott, uncle Scott, high five, high five. And I just didn't have the energy to do it. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't even have uh-huh. the energy to acknowledge that they were there. And I pushed to, to the finish line in the previous episode, Eric mentioned the ramp. Well, there I get to the base of the ramp, and it's you know it's a it's a ramp to mm-hmm. to cross the finish line. And I stop at the bottom of the ramp. I don't think that I can run up the ramp. So I get to the bottom of the ramp. I walk up the ramp, cross the line, and I almost fall over. I lose my balance. I, take a giant step to the left across the line. Um, you know, it's not Mike Riley, but it's just Scott Black, you're an Iron Man again. Mm-hmm. And I cross the line, I get the medal. And they say, do you need medical? And I say, no, no, I don't need medical. Because <laughs> all I'm thinking in my, in my head at that point is, I want to get to a porta potty. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So cross the, they give me my medal. I uh, grab two bottles of water and I head to the porta potty. I get into the porta potty and I close the door and it's dark. <laughs> it's a hundred degrees in there. Oh no. It's a hundred percent humidity. Oh, gross. I'm exhausted. Mm-hmm. I try. So I set, I set the water bottle one on the, on the, on the sides and I'm wrestling trying to get my tri suit off, but I'm exhausted. And it's one of these things that zips up 
and it's tight and it only zips half down, halfway down. And even when you're not tired, you have trouble getting it off. And it took me 20 minutes at least just to get the thing off and finally get it off. And I'm wiggling this thing, just sweating. Oh, God. <laughs> and one of the wa- water bottles falls in. Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> Into the, into the I'm just reeling over the fact you were in like a porta potty oh. for 20 minutes. Oh no, no, I no, w- you weren't. I was in there for 40 minutes. 40 minutes. Oh my okay. god. Because oh Scott, no. Yeah. Because then I got to clean off the suit. Oh no. It's just covered. So 40 minutes goes by. I'm baking in this thing. No, not baking. I'm dying in this thing. Okay, trying to clean off the suit. Haven't had anything to eat. Mm-hmm. Haven't had anything to drink. Okay, because I used the water bottle to try to rinse myself off. Yep. Oh so, no. <laughs> so finally, I get. My, I think I've done a reasonable job. I get myself out of the porta potty. I go get my finishers uh, T-shirt. I go get a lousy slice of pizza because that's there after. Race oh, meal there, lousy on. slice of pizza. Take notes <laughs> after Mount you know, Now, the 40 minutes has gone by. I haven't had the massage. My legs are like stone. Oh, my God. Right? And uh, there were ice baths. And I want to go and take an ice bath because the ice bath would be good for my legs. Mm-hmm. So I go to the ice bath and I... I know I'm covered with shit, okay? <laughs> Cut to the chase. <laughs> and I I get into the ice bath, and the ice bath is turning yellow around me. Oh, God. Or brown. It was just disgusting. They're, you know, they're, the guy's saying stuff in, in, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. I know what they're saying. I didn't understand, but I knew what the hell they were saying. Yeah. And I'm just sitting there trying to rinse myself a little bit better, trying to, you know, help my sore legs. You know, that's when... Eric and my, uh, my brother found finally him. found me. Mm-hmm. The, now, now, at least an hour has gone by. Oh my gosh! You know, and guess who's at that point? Up, I'd be worried. Guess who's blowing up my phone? <laughs> the the worry work girlfriend. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. So yes. they they get me the phone, and I always say, "Yeah, you know, I'm okay. I'm okay." I had to. I yelled to a guy who was volunteering. I'm like, yeah. "Here's, the, yeah, take the phone and give it to him." And, right. And he's so you weren't allowed in there. No, 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 no. not allowed in there. Just like mm-hmm. Mount Tremont. And I just I already have. It had to be one of your daughters on the phone. But you're mm-hmm. in the ice bath, and we don't know what just happened. Yeah. And this guy walks it over, and you can just tell Scott's having a great time talking to someone on the phone, or at least what I think talking to somebody gets the phone. Oh my god, how are you doing? Yeah. You know, talks to your daughters, talks to your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I finally get the phone back. We think you're doing great. Right. And your brother left. He went back to the hotel. Right, they went back to the hotel. So I'm in the ice bath, I don't know, you know 10 minutes, 15 minutes, something mm-hmm. like that. You know, finally managed to get myself up because my legs are just wrecked. Mm-hmm. And uh, I start, they say, do you want you want a, a, a picture with your medal? I'm like, yeah. So, so you, you go this way. So they shuffle me to wait, uh, go get my, my picture taken. And that's when I started to shiver. Oh, that's a bad sign. Yeah, and so there were there was a there was a girl there who says, "Oh my God, you're shivering. We need to get you some electrolytes." So they hand me a bottle of Gatorade, and I drink that. Mm-hmm. 
And then I go wait in line for the massage because I know the massage is going to do me good. And I'm sitting there waiting for the massage. And uh, I just had one bottle of Gatorade. I'm shivering. Finally, they get me onto the massage table and I'm just shivering uncontrollably on the massage table and I'm covered with shit still. Mm-hmm. So they, they put a uh, they put an aluminum a space blanket over mm-hmm. me, and they're massaging me through the space blanket. Four of them. Yeah. Four people. Four. Wow. I mean, and they're going like both arms, forearms, rubbing him, trying to rub him, like yeah. to get him warm. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, I'm only ten feet from you now. I'm kind yeah. of able to be around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, nothing's working. So they call medical. Yeah. Medical comes over. And they say, we're going to get you over to medical and we're going to give you an IV. So they wheel me over to, uh, Oh, they didn't wheel you over. Oh, I walked over to, no, no, they put, they strapped you down on a stretcher. Oh, I I already to get to there. I was already on the stretcher. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah. So take me over, bring me over to, uh, to, to, to the medical tent and, um, I am not allowed inside the medical tent, FYI. Yeah, okay. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm still shivering uncontrollably. Uh, they get the IV on me, and you know, they ask me, you know, you okay, you okay? They're like, um, you know, so they give me one IV, and they're gonna, and then they say, you know, you, you have, you have to pee, you have to pee, and I'm like, okay, I'll, uh, I said, I don't know, know if I can. That's when my bowels just released, like, oh no, like never before. And, um, they had to cut my suit off. <laughs> brand new suit. <laughs> my brand new suit. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That's when they cut my suit off. So they gave me another IV and that was probably another 45 minutes, another hour. So about 45 minutes pass and I'm hanging out around some fence and, and I'm in between the finish line and the med tent and there's not that much room, maybe 20 feet in between the mm-hmm. two. And, they come by and they go, who's looking for Scott Black? I believe, that would be me. And they come over at one point and they actually told me you were doing really well. They told me you had a code brown and you're on your second IV bag. And they said you were, were doing really well. And it would might be another 15 minutes. So we're talking an hour tops. Another 45 minutes to an hour passes. And they come back and they told me you got worse. Yeah. So, so I got worse. And they say that you're going to take me to the hospital. And I think you had a second code brown in there. Yeah. And, uh, they, uh, they said they, they need to give, give me, uh, something stronger. Oh my God. Uh, so the ambulance comes, he, he jumps in with me in the ambulance and we go to a Mexican ER, you know, so, <laughs> you know, you have this image of, of a Mexican ER being like some third world country er but it was totally the opposite let me paint a picture it was it looked like any normal hospital in a city in america Mm -hmm. surrounded by a third world country okay you know just like everything around it was definitely third world but the inside of the hospital besides being small Mm -hmm. very clean very white very um sterile Sterile. Oh, yes. Yeah. Their experience level might not be on a par with ours, but... Well, the the attendant was from, from Canada. She was from Canada. Well, they had maybe some volunteer attendants, too. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, they get me on my third IV. So, 
in, in total, I had, what is it, four or five IVs. You had at least five. Yeah, oh, I, my God. This is so intense. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, you know, by that point, it's probably like 10 o'clock. You'd call my brother. Brad comes over. So Brad's a surgeon, mm-hmm. you know, so he's, he's tingling with the, uh, with the IV, you know, making sure it's flowing. They uh, were, they were so busy in this ER. Mm-hmm. It was packed. I mean, we were, we was were it be- packed with Ironman. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. were in better hands with, with Brad than with the doctors there. I watched like there were no curtains. I watched them struggle to yeah, uh, tube they were trying, somebody. They're trying to intubate this guy yeah. and they couldn't intubate him. And he was passed out. He was unconscious. And I'm just like, I'm the same distance for people who don't know. Me to you right now is about eight feet. Mm-hmm. There's basically just an eight foot hallway in between us. And mm-hmm. I'm watching this thing. And I don't know if you're watching it because you're like out of it. But your brother's watching it. And he's like, I feel like I should go over there and do it for them. Jesus. <laughs> he's like, I can do That's so much That's terrible. Better. Somebody needed a breathing tube. Right. Like it was that bad. And then oh there was the God. room next to me. I thought that a guy might be dying. He did not die. But I thought he might be dying. Wow. And I'm like. I'm like, you guys go take care of everyone else because Scott, all he's doing is he has to pee every five minutes and we can handle that. Yeah, right. <laughs> you guys go save lives. Yeah. So, uh, so they give me IV. So it, by then it's like, you know, 10, 11 o'clock. When did I get discharged? It was like it, two o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. We were there. We, I think we got back to the hotel at two. We missed the finish, like the, the crowd at midnight mm-hmm. and all that. That was definitely, yeah, we were mm-hmm. not yeah. going to see that. But the, the, you know, the funny thing though, is that when, once they discharged me at one o'clock in the morning, I was like jumping around. Oh, you're back to normal. Good oh, yeah. as new. Doing jumping jacks. Feel great. Got a couple of videos of it. Like feels amazing. That is such a gnarly experience. But so, <laughs> so dehydrated it was yeah. it was just crazy so you were, you were taking in like at you said the food stations you were taking in like drinks but just not the electrolytes you needed N- not enough or you yeah well yeah you must have been like the deficit you just couldn't yeah, get out of that not, not enough on on oh either my gosh. you know you had i probably had to double or triple my normal intake and no i didn't n- nowhere near enough oh yeah so you I, needed those ivs <laughs> it's the experience thing you don't have the the experience but mm-hmm. i gained experience that I, on that for one of my next ones that is so i feel like something that extreme if it had happened to me i would be i would have to think i'd be like all right do i really want to do this again i, I would probably do it yes <laughs> so but that's just taking a moment to right. to think about your <laughs> decisions right so so the next day is the award ceremony mm-hmm. okay and you finished I finished fourth. Okay. Okay. Which, which your family, <laughs> your brother, Angela, and I were joking before because yeah. it looked like you were going to get fifth. We're like, we're just going to call him Mr. Five and mm-hmm. we're going to give him like a birthday cake with a five on it <laughs> and everything's going to be five. We'll get you a jersey. We're all going to wear, because they made t-shirts for you, like Team Black. We're all going to put number five on the back because <laughs> that would have been three in a row. And mm-hmm. then you got fourth and we're like, so. You ruined our plan. <laughs> yeah. You ruined our plan. Okay, so we got back to the hotel around two o'clock, and we went to bed. The next day, how do you feel? I felt great. I wanted to go for a run, and <laughs> yeah, that's great. We we had fun. We were walking around. It, the, the village wasn't as um, Mont Tremblant esque. You know, it, it basically went away, and we're just now again in Cosmel in the scene. But we we talked to some people. We met, made some friends who did the race, and some other Americans. 
I decided to go for a scooter ride because I had all day into the awards ceremony, and this is when I got stranded because I was on the other side of the island, the scooter broke down. So I missed both awards ceremonies in Mount (laughs) Tremblant, and I was like, well, I'll make this one because I'm already here. Our flight's the next day. We did that because we knew the awards ceremony was at night. Okay. So we had all day. I finally had a full day to really go explore. And I got stranded on the other side of the island. You can check that out on Instagram. But <laughs> I did not make your award ceremony. I think you did. Oh, I made maybe the last 20 minutes. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, you know, I fin- finish fourth. You know, I go up on stage. Um, you know, again, I'm just short. Mm-hmm. The guy who won uh, was a gentleman by the name of Thomas Traeger. Uh, just... Two weeks, uh, two weeks, just a couple of weeks earlier, he had finished second in the age group in uh, in in Kona. Mm-hmm. So another guy who once he's if he's racing, you're you're racing for second. He's one of the the gentlemen. Uh, he's one of the ra- the bike uh, bike racer who was killed in Las Vegas two years ago when Wait, so- what? someone plowed into uh, oh my God. some racers. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So. For anybody who's who's listening, um, please don't text and drive, because um, bad things happen when when you do things like that. And That's awful. Maybe it's called an accident, but it's not an accident if you're texting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So What's his name again? Thomas Traeger. So That's awful. That's so sad to hear. Right. So he took the spot, and the guy who was second took the spot, and. So third and fourth were were left hanging. Mm-hmm. You know, we we go we go back to the hotel uh, that night to pack, or maybe in the early morning to pack, and we run into in the hallway. That's right. In the hallway, as I'm packing, a guy walks by with his wife, and you know he's wearing the Iron Man band, and I'm said, oh, so you know you how was your how was your race yesterday? He said, oh, you know, I, you know, wasn't wasn't too bad. I. Uh, I finished fifth in my age group. I'm like, oh, what what age group? He goes, well, 55, 59. I'm like, I finished fourth. I thought I was chasing you all day. So the guy who finished 10 seconds behind me, okay. So he was chasing you. Yes, but you don't, on, on the course. You have no idea. Since you start at different times, you don't know. Mm. But so he finished just 10 seconds behind me wow yeah coincidentally back in 2014 when i did my very first half iron man he's the guy who won the age group wow he, he was a massachusetts guy right he was a massachusetts guy yeah we, uh, we took the bus back with him yeah he paid for part of our bus trip i know because we couldn't find our money well, or no something. we had no cash yeah oh that's right you okay so we're gonna take a bus like a coach bus mm-hmm. right and you could pay with a card or something well right outside the bus station are all these guys take the van i'll give you a van ride and it's three hundred dollars it's like no 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 two hundred dollars no no right we you wanted to take the bus because you wanted to ride with him the 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 guy who finished and fit and talk Iron Man the whole time because mm-hmm. you both got the bug, and me and his wife were just there like, eh, eh, eh. Um, <laughs> you're right. He had to pay because we didn't have any cash. Well, we didn't have enough cash. He had to, he had to, he had to afford like ten bucks or something like uh, that. I feel like it was more, or maybe it's twenty bucks. I feel like he paid like two hundred dollars. <laughs> no, we paid no, like no, 50. no. I don't, oh, maybe. 
That makes the story better. I'm sorry. I should have <laughs> let you. A thousand bucks. Yeah. So, so there you go. Cozumel is, I was short again. So after, after, after Cozumel, I, I actually promised my girlfriend again <laughs> that I wouldn't do a race in the summer. So that's that, smart. <laughs> so that we'd have, have our summer. So I began looking for a race that would be at the, uh, at the very beginning of the summer or at the end of the end of spring mm-hmm. uh, so that I could train during the, 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 during the winter and maybe have the hope if I didn't qualify for Kona of maybe doing one just at the end of the summer, because now I know I can do two within eight weeks or 10 weeks. And we are going to talk about that on the next episode. I want to say one thing, though. Your girlfriend, when you were in the hospital, remember telling me, do not, do not tell her about this. And you already got to talk to her in the ice bath. But I think it was Angela who spilled the beans. Yeah, probably. And she (laughs) was a mess. Calling Angela, all of a sudden calling me, Mm -hmm. why aren't you telling me where Scott is? I haven't talked to him. Why haven't I talked to him? Because you two do talk a lot. Oh, yeah. And I am like ignoring the phone calls, not texting. Oh, Scott's, yeah, he's getting a massage. He's fine, you know? Because he's like, do not tell her. Well, awesome. That was great. I am so excited. I've been telling Erica, just wait to hear about Cosmel. Just wait. We've been waiting a while. She finally heard that. That was was intense. Thanks for sharing that. All right, and welcome back to On the Runs. That was part two. Erica, I love how part one ended with he promises his girlfriend he'll never do an Iron Man again. And part two pretty much ends with the same thing, but I will never do one in the summer again. <laughs> he got smart and he's being more specific this time. <laughs> but, oh, man, I love the stories that Scott has to tell. He's just so interesting. That's great. That whole week in Cosmel was just like so much fun. I had a blast. You know, I got so lucky that he uh, took me out there with him. And mm-hmm. and then he got lucky that I was there too because I, like I went to the hospital and all that. Let me let me tell you. You definitely had more fun than he did, for sure. <laughs> I had a blast. It was a business trip for him. It was just such a great weekend. And then his family who did decide to come, like mm-hmm. they flew out from the West Coast for it. They were so good to me. They treated me so well. Like I would buy a round or two, but then they would like treat me to a whole meal, dinner at the nicest place. Their hotel was beautiful and it had their own private beach. And this guy would walk around and he would see your drink was empty. He'd bring you another one. And I was like, this is the life. And I'm like, I'm going to owe them so much money. And I was going to give them the money. (laughs) And they're just like, no, it's fine. And so I remember this was all before the Ironman. During the Ironman, I'm hanging out with them at one of the bars along the run course. And you're just right there and everyone's running by you. And it was so, such a cool experience. And I made sure. That sounds like fun. Yeah. I made sure to buy like one or two of the rounds there and get it out before they could like be like, no, 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 we got it. Because I really appreciate them and their kids were super fun. So if all works out and I go to Kona, they will be there too. And I can't wait to see them again because they're super cool. Awesome. Yeah. I think you got to buy them a couple more rounds. Well, we'll see if they get me a t-shirt this time, because last time they all had their own t-shirts that said Team Black, and they weren't sure. Oh, yeah. Just casually send them your size. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe they didn't know I was going, or they didn't think of it, but last second they bought me a hat, and it said 
support crew with Team Black on the back. And I loved it. The hat was great. I wore, I still wear the hat today. It's in the camper. Speaking of camper, cool. I'm going camping this weekend again. Second camping again. trip of the year for the Knutnan squad. Not bad, dude. Yeah. Putting that thing to use. You know, making sure I get every dollar's worth of that camper. You, yeah, every dollar that you didn't pay for. <laughs> well, I mean, taxes, but hey. Luckiest victory I ever had. Anyways, what do you got going on? Man, June is going to be an awesome month. I am very excited for June. Just a little biased. My favorite month. It's my birthday month. So lots of celebrating to do. But let's start off tomorrow, June 1st, is Global Running Day. So I'm going to put in some what? good miles. Yeah. I didn't know this. Knows. Well, well, now you do. Surprise. But Happy yeah, Global Running Day, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be a fun day. There's lots of like Strava challenges. You should you should join some. But um it's also Pride Month, so happy Pride to all who celebrate. To top it all off too, tomorrow, June first, um, marks my two years, my two year anniversary of my run walk streak. So it's at least one mile of every day, inside or outside. I'm not I'm not picky, but I'm I'm pretty proud. I I built it the habit doing some exercise every day. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> so I'll have to do a post or something. Actually have a funny reel that I want to try to make. If oh, do I you can hear actually... that? Do people <laughs> hear that? I wonder if they can hear, hear that. Hear what? I have the windows open. I'm in my room again, you know, and I don't have as much laundry as other times, but sirens are going off somewhere in the distance. Well, I can't hear them. So maybe oh. <laughs> maybe we'll be lucky when you edit. But yeah, June June is a good month. I've got a 5K coming up. It's my fastest 5K, the Hollis, Hollis Fast 5K. So I'm going to try to break my PR. And then coming up at the end of the month is the Goffstown Gallop that we've been talking about. I can't you wait. you sign up for. It, I will. do it. You know, my, my wife but, tells me today, did you pay for summer camp yet? No, I will. I'll get to it. <laughs> I call. I'll just keep reminding you. I'll be like the broken record. Well, you said I can sign up day out, but I would like to sign up before. Yes. Yes. That'll be fun. That be... means you'll do it. So don't go camping that weekend. It will be my first Goffstown Gallop. Mm-hmm. And it'll be my my 14th Goffstown Gallop. God, <laughs> G's and F's and S's are hard to say. But I'm looking forward to it. My favorite race. Oh, I got to mention two yeah. people who we both love so much on Peloton. Big life events for them. Oh my God. I have to say at least one because she's my absolute favorite. Um, Miss Bex Gentry is having a baby and I have no chill and I'm so excited for her. She said it like, I was going to get up early for that class too. And I slept through it and I was so mad at myself, but she announced it during one of her classes and I am just super happy for her and her, her baby daddy. Tell me but about what's the, who's, who's the other one? Matt. He got engaged. Oh, yeah. Mr. Wilpers, congratulations yourself. I didn't even know he had a girlfriend. (laughs) Apparently, we don't follow his social media close enough. No, 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 no. I follow. I'm on it. But everyone else you're seeing pictures of, most of them are the the female Mm -hmm. instructors. They're all getting engaged and you're Mm -hmm. seeing it all. And it's just like last summer was like engagement fever. For our Peloton friends. (laughs) <laughs> they're they're all getting engaged and and there was no 
I saw nothing, like, I'm not going to go stalking Matt's Instagram right now, but I don't recall ever mm-hmm. seeing it. And then all of a sudden one day, like, holy cow, he's he's on a knee on a beach and he's getting engaged. Like, I was so excited. And the pictures, <laughs> the thing is, the pictures of him and his girl, they, like, travel around the world. And it looked yeah. like they have so much fun. And so... That's a life, man. That is the life. They he he is he he has such a cool life. He I love that he goes skiing out west and he does some big hikes and goes on some cool adventures. Mm-hmm. And he is a beast on the bike. He's the man. So yeah, Matt's engaged. Bex is pregnant. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited for Bex and excited There's to watch the three journey. Other tri- three other trainers who are pregnant right now too. You got Anna Greenberg. You got Chelsea Jackson, and then Jess King. Jess King's pregnant too. I knew that. So, I knew about Jess. Yep, that's right. Jess. I just is- found out from from the live class I took today with Bex that um, her and Jess King have the same due date, so they're going through like this pregnancy together, the the two of them at the exact same time. That's, that's wild. Cool. Yeah. Well, kids are the best. I'm really excited for them. It's going to be so much that's, fun. That is exciting time for them. Now, what do you think? Uh, you think she'll do? Remember, was it Robin who did like a series like? For anyone go- oh. who's pregnant, she had her own series, whether it was stretching classes or strength classes or meditation. Oh, she did all kinds of pre pre and postnatal classes. So, I mean, this this is a good opportunity for Peloton to expand their library of pre and postnatal classes. I, I think they should. Absolutely. Many congratulations to our Peloton trainers. Yes, very all much. Around. I'm very excited for and them. Christine just got married, too. She had an epic wedding. That was the you wedding. I saw that. No, I saw. Oh my god! Did you see the outfit that Olivia had? She she was wearing the tiniest dress I've ever seen with the largest platform heels I have ever seen. The platform <laughs> heels were huge, but the dress also had like a big cape or something on it too. Like, oh, did it? Well, like only I just for outside. How short it was. So I was like, damn, I could never pull that. No, up. I'm going to send this to you. you. I'm sending it to you right now. Check this out, okay? okay? So I just sent it to you. It's, Am I checking it out literally right now? Yeah, it's like the outdoor photo, okay? Yes, her outfit is very short, but it's like the jacket that goes over. Oh, dang. And it has like a that huge- That is a look. What do you call it? Just a tail? The jacket? I mean, it looks like it's attached to her gloves. I can't, I can't quite- I can't quite tell. <laughs> but she looks absolutely gorgeous. Going to give that- Instagram alike. Uh, yeah. The shoes. Damn. It's not the first time she's wore <laughs> shoes like that. I mean, let's well, just she's be real. Short, isn't she? Th- they're she's, fantastic. She's a very short person. And I'm not even going to say what I was going to say about the shoes. They're just fantastic <laughs> shoes. But I've only I seen. Feel like I know where you were going with that because I know how you feel about her. I've only seen those type of shoes <laughs> in a certain kind of establishment. <laughs> That I haven't been to in a long time, but I always oh, thought the shoes man. were like outrageous. <laughs> I mean, I can neither confirm nor deny that. <laughs> Anyways, I think she's great too. So I'm excited for all of them. And in a couple of weeks, I think 14 days is our next Power Zone pack. So looking forward to that. I need to get back on the bike. Did you ever do your FTP test? No, um, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this challenge because it's only six weeks and then I will test at the end. No, I think I haven't been on the bike much. I think we should test before. Nope. No, let's do a. (laughs) Oh, come on. Let's do a pre and post test. Uh, I will. I'll see. Yes, let's do it. We need to reset our our zones. I don't think I do. (laughs) Yes, you do. I I haven't been on the bike since the last challenge. 
You'll do it. it. You'll do it. It's that or Top Gun. Oh, come make on. make a choice. Fine, Top Gun. Top All right. <laughs> That's so the easy way out. By our next episode, you will have seen Top Gun, the original. At least the original, yes. And Fine. everyone Fine. will hear about it here. So we'll talk about it next time. What, do okay. I have to do a review? I don't think so. We're gonna you're gonna let the people know what you thought. Yeah, I'll give a sixty second review. And then that's all you get. Sixty's <laughs> great. I watched it. But you got to give me another thirty seconds to ask you a question and a response. Fine. Yes. Ah, uh, oh, that means I have to pay attention. Absolutely. I'm not going to let you get away easy. Uh, fine. Don't want you spoiled. <laughs> fine. That is the easy way out. Then an FTP test. All right, everyone. Well, hope you enjoyed the episode. I think we'll be back in two weeks as we. Uh, we keep seeming to go over our time limit that we uh, purchased for each month with our plan, but that's good. <laughs> We're using it all. We're using all our minutes we have. It's like cell phones. Remember when you had minutes? <laughs> <laughs> that's a blast from the past, too. And as I'm oh, looking man. at the clock, I think we really have to end this one because yeah. we're about to go over. And last time you got charged, you let me hear about it. <laughs> Well, it was like 12 extra dollars. I'm like, where did that come from? I don't know. It was weird. It was a weird month, but hey, I'll let it slide. We're learning. It was a successful month. Let's put it that way. Definitely was. So hopefully next time uh, we'll be here. We'll get our interview. Hopefully there's no more food poisoning. And if not, we'll find something else to talk about. Fingers crossed for no more food poisoning for all you uh, athletes out there. And like we said, if you got a code brown, we want to hear about it. Give, give them the spiel. Where can they find us? All right. If you want to follow us on Instagram, you know how, at on the runs. You can email us. Our email address is at on the runs pod at gmail.com. And Erica, don't forget to stretch. You did meet some friends, though. Or you made friends. You made one friend. I don't remember. He okay. remembers it, so much stuff that... It's Jocelyn, like... but I will... Uh, oh, okay, he always gets on. me on that, too. I'm Let like, me start over. You made a friend. Let me start over. You introduced me to her. All right. I... <laughs> I'll skip that part.